0: All right, Supercars Championship starts this weekend with the Bathurst 500 at Mount Panorama. The grid will be without reigning champ Brodie Kostecki uh, and the three-time champion Shane Van Gisberg. And so there's a fair bit of star power missing from the grid this weekend. The talk us through from Speed Cafe, Brett Crusher Murray. Crush, great to have you on, on the show, but, yeah, look, we are lacking a bit of star power, aren't we, to be fair?
1: Yeah, we are liking a bit of star power, but I guess uh, in some instances that makes it a bit more interesting, um, depending on how you look at it. Um, we're great at the champion there, obviously, and uh, we're well, you to go back to 2015, I think, to find a champion in uh, in Winterbottom. But um, yes, I guess that opens the door up for uh, someone else to become the champion this season, and uh, it all starts this weekend with a decent result at Mount Panorama.
0: Well, we spent a lot of oxygen on it. Just give us the update on, on what you're hearing about Brody Kostecki and where the whole situation is with Ian Erebus.
1: Well, I think just uh, it's a bit of status quo. Obviously, uh, Erebus uh, actually named a, a naming rod sponsor for the two cars today in Temporary Fencing High, Queensland-based company. Um, so they've sort of uh, filled some space on the car. Obviously, I wouldn't have thought that deal was worth as much as... Um, uh, what's gone astray because of the way everything went down. Um, so they'll get on and doing what they're doing. And Brody, uh, I think the thing—if it's not in mediation now—we'll be going here very shortly. I would, I would suspect, and hopefully the whole thing will be cleaned up in one way or one way or another.
2: Yes, yeah, right, yeah. That they have gone a bit quiet. Um, tips. Do you, who do you think? Does does it come into Red Bull's uh, wheelhouse this this 500 now at Bathurst?
1: Oh, definitely heels. Um, they're obviously the team to beat. They've set a benchmark for so many, so many years. And um, you know, Brody managed to get under their guard last year, yeah. uh, and then collect that championship, which was a, which was a great result. Probably a very good thing for the sport. But Brock Feeney, um, terrific young talent, terrific, terrific young guy. Great family, uh, and just so focused on what he's doing. Will Brown, who was Kistecki's teammate, Everest comes across and will be making his official debut for the team. So they're the two that will certainly be uh, the guys to watch, but there's plenty of others around them that have, you know, got a chance. I think uh, Chas it at, at uh, Wilkinshire Andretta United, I think he, um, you know, if they can give him the car uh, that he deserves, um, will be right there in the hunt, He keeps his head down, plugging away. Ken Wilders has got to be right there as well. Um yeah, there's plenty of talk about him going, wanting um, NASCAR aspirations as well and uh, trying to put his stuff together. But certainly um, those four, I would think, um, you know, you've got DJR down the road, you've got uh, Andre and Will Davison are going to be in the mix. So just depending on, and it's going to come down to the parity thing too, with whether they've got this, you know, this board. Up to speed with um, with the Camaro and uh, and how competitive they're going to be. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm hearing you know from the the super supercar superpowers saying this is the year where we won't be mentioning the p word. Uh, no parody. We we've spent seven figures on trying to sort these problems out, taking them over to America for wind tunnel testing and all that sort of thing. Do you believe that that is going to be the case?
1: Well, oh, you can only hope so, uh, Paddy. Um, you know. I mean, we hadn't spoken about parody, uh, you know, since Lakeside in 1996 or something okay. before all this, you know, stuff started happening. Um, and it's a thing that can, you know, can really drag you down. And that was mainly based on tyre. Usage back then. Um, now, you know, you got this whole whole issue. Um, you know, I think there's a few mistakes made on both sides of the fence in regards to you know the manufacturer and the championship. Um, hopefully, they've got that thing sorted out. Um, it's something they're saying is the arrow is good to go. They've still got a few things they're working on um, behind the scenes. Um, and I think uh, you know to say that oh, we will come out and everything will be rosy after the weekend. I think is um, you know a bit of a Pretty major wish, especially the place like Bathurst with, you know, a couple of, you know, certainly a very, very high long speed straight, sort of like nothing else, else in the championship. So um, each track's going to provide its own set of um, uh, dynamics uh, and it'll be interesting to see um, who's got what where
2: no okay. yeah, I can't. yeah. not not, uh, not particularly uh, fond of criticism I, I was interested in reading roland dane's spray of of the the his favorite race which is the 12 hour Bathurst. And I was interested to hear that. Um, a little bit of technical overreach, uh, the sporting rules that standardise stuff and take a bit of creativity and strategy away. And then the safety system, the full course yellow, uh, they they made some additions to it before they'd even tried the original uh, model. Is that is that all fair about the arrogance of those organisers?
1: Well, first of all, Hills, it's great that you're a regular Speed Cafe reader now. So I'm very happy about that. <laughs> he's um, he's across
0: Speed Cafe <laughs> all the time, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: but uh yeah, he's, he's spot on. I think the race of the weekend um, you know, was was a you know, really solid race, but had the make have been something very, very special that mm. turned into a bit of a bit of a bus stop deal with the way that they'd rolled out the regs. And I think they messed around with it too much. The great thing about having Roland on board is, you know, we've, we haven't had a lot of opinion on the side over the years. Cause I, you know, I'm under the belief that unless you've been doing it 20 or 30 years, no one really cares about your opinion. That was yeah. my opinion. Um, and you've got someone like Roland who brings a wealth of experience and knowledge, uh, to the table. So it's great to have his foresight. He's not always right. Don't tell him that. Um, but, um, you know, he, uh, he's he got an opinion in it. Um, it certainly gets the fans up and talking and, you know, get, gets the interaction that we need for the sport, as every sport needs.
0: Yeah. Hey, just, uh, there's motorsport action all over the world, and I know Speed Cafe is right across it, but George from Logan just texted through. F1 testing started yesterday in Bar Road. Surprise, surprise, max one point one seconds a lap faster than everyone. Race for oh. second again this year. Um yeah, there's been further today. Daniel Ricciardo there and thereabouts. Oscar Piastri there and thereabouts as well. But right at the moment, and I know these don't count for much, crush, do they? I mean, they're they're more about you know reliability and car setup, et cetera. But it looks like the Dutchman, uh, who's been untouchable the last few years, may well be untouchable again in this RB20.
1: Well, he's definitely the one to beat, Paddy. Um, yeah, there's no doubt about that. And uh, I think them just drawing a bit of a line in the sand going, well, well there you go, boys. There's something for you to chase. <laughs> um, the guys have, uh, you know, they're all working on their own programs. But, you know, when you get a bit of a time like that, you know, does it, is it designed just to screw with their heads a bit and uh, and just put them on notice. I think it probably is. <laughs> um, and whether, you know, they take that off the ball or what their own programs are because they're worrying about whatever everyone else is doing, that's the question. The yeah. idea is to try and keep everyone as focused as you can, working on your own program, working on your own updates and what the new cars are going to do and how they're going to do it. I mean, they just spend an awful amount of time and money and. it. And, you know, people power. I mean, some of those factories, you've got 700 people back in the factory working on these things night and day. That's not what you see at the circuit, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, um, and it's it's quite interesting that you can put that much energy in and capital into something and be, you know, so far off the pace of some of those guys in the back. But anyway, we'll see uh, how that all evolves over the next uh, next few weeks.
0: Hey, listen, while we've got you, I want to mention this ultimate Indy 500 prize that uh, Speed Cafe is involved in. This is an unbelievable trip. If if you love your motorsport, this is just a must, isn't it? Give, give us a few details, Chris.
1: Uh, yeah, Paddy, well, uh, Pertec uh, came up with this concept a few years ago. So Vincent's Hospital and the, uh, the Ped Duncan Neuroscience Research Centre um, they're their number one charity. So they said, oh, how, can we, how can we go about raising some money for these guys? So we've actually done it to Bathurst for the last three years. We've yeah. created the ultimate prize, where you could go there, I'd right, host them, and and basically, it doesn't matter who you are, you'd be the Prime Minister, it wouldn't matter, you couldn't have a better experience than than what we created at Bathurst. So, you know, you're in breath control, you're on top of the buildings, you're at the museum, you've got VIP experiences, you've got track experiences, you've got to ride in the car, you've got all these things. So, um, that sort of goes from May through to September and uh, is drawn, and then the winners go to Bathurst. We said, okay, well, what, what can we do that could enhance that and keep this thing going 12 months a year? So basically, Pertec had a great relationship with uh, Team Penske. He obviously had uh, ownership of DJR there for a while in partnership. Yep. So we created this uh, prize to the Indianapolis 500, which is the end of May. So basically, it's return airfares, accommodation, um, you get the – uh, police escort to the track. You meet Scott McLaughlin, Will Power. You got a thousand bucks spending money. You got hospitality. You're on the track before the race. Um, Lee Diffie, the great Australian commentator, as you know, yep. um, give you a tour of the NBC compound. We get to go up on top of the pagoda race tickets. Um, you know, and there's and then I'm your personal host, which obviously Patty's the main uh, target. That's the here. main broadcast, yeah. of course it is. <laughs> And, uh, and basically, um, I'll then go and open a heap of more doors. That's my plan, um, but not, not on the list. But as opportunities come, there'll be drivers and teams and experiences and all these things that you get to be. And then, you know, it's 20 bucks a ticket. You know, for 20 bucks, you know, to be in the draw for that um, is, uh, you know, and, and you've got a few better odds than uh, than, than Lotto. So uh, ultimatemotorsportprize.com. Uh, it closes on Monday, this Monday at 5 o'clock, and the winner will be drawn. Uh, and then they've got a month or so to get themselves organised and uh, we'll put the whole program together and I'll come along and have it. one of the greatest uh, times of the ride We claim it as the ultimate motorsport prize, we don't, we don't believe there's a better one in world motorsport. The Bathurst one's been fantastic. We've had three great winners. Uh, of that over the years, and this one will be the first one. And there's certainly no other way you could do the AMI 500 better.
0: Brilliant, mate! It's uh, it's fantastic. com. Get on there now. Spend your 20 bucks and uh, the best 20 bucks you'll spend today. Crush. Thank you. We've got to get to a break. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, boys.